Hi everybody and welcome back to our podcast. Um, if you're new here, this is a audio recording from Consortium Modern Marketing and uh, we're here this week to talk to you a little bit about um, how you can turn your employees into brand advocates, how you can get the core values of your business to your staff and how do you get them on board with them. Today, my special guest is Belinda Palmer. She is a marketer with uh, 22 years of experience, a member of the Chartered Institute of Marketing. Uh, hi, Belinda. <laughs> How's it going? Hi, Jen. Hi, good, thank you. So uh, you've written a couple of pieces about this topic on our website already. Like you can, our audience can check those out, uh, consortiumbiz.co.uk for slash blog. <laughs> um, but we should really like get into the sort of uh, the detail of it. What we're talking about really is communicating values um, and the core values of your business. So I think <laughs> that there is a bit of a tendency for people to not really put much stock in the values of the business that they work for. Um, like they don't really matter very much. Uh, either they're just words on a website or if you're if you've got a bit of a budget, maybe you've put them up on your wall with a vinyl sticker and that's kind of it. They're just there. Um, can you tell us why you think that it's so important for a business to not only have those core values in the first place, but also to convey them to st- stakeholders yeah Jen so you know I I completely feel you know what you're saying there that a lot of firms do just pay lip service to their core values um, and they don't really resonate with not only the staff but actually with leadership as well I've been very fortunate over the years to work for you know firms where the values are absolutely intrinsically part of their DNA Um, so what it means is the people the teams actually feel the values because leadership live the values and for me that is you know really important so it's all down to that kind of authenticity Um, you know you can in fact a client recently spoke to me about the importance of authenticity in firms and it it almost reminded me back to you know the days when um values became the the new buzzword um but actually how far it's become and I think authenticity is one thing for me that is probably the most important thing because it really helps to foster trust and genuine connection Um, and through storytelling you can kind of make your values become kind of come to life Um, if people share their insights and their experiences and they're in a really authentic way, they can really align with the company's values. Um, and you kind of get the opportunity to incorporate it into meetings, you know, what's working well, what's not working well, you know, what could you change about your job or the business if you could. And all of that builds towards what is really important in your your, your firm's values. I think a really good example is actually consortium, like not to brag, but um, if you take a look at our core values, which are listed on our website, but um, uh, flexibility is one of them. And we sort of mean that in both in terms of um, having a flexible approach to the way that we work with other people, but also uh, flexible working is something that uh, is built really core into the the body and the day-to-day of how we work it's not just a buzzword you know most of these initial recordings will be uh me and my guest uh working from home so we we talk to talk but we walk the walk to match it and I think that that tracks you can kind of see that when we speak of being flexible 
we have the evidence to back it up. It's authentic. Absolutely. So what would you do to encourage if you let's say that you're um, the managing director of a, a firm? Um, what would you do to encourage your employees to actually embody and, you know, hopefully <laughs> believe in the core values of the business? So, Jen, I think for me, the most important thing, you know, as I kind of intimated at earlier, is really, really important to lead by example. For me, I I look to kind of, you know, leaders in a business to almost set the precedent. Um, and and they, they really have the opportunity to make those values feel real. They need to be authentic. They need to model those values through the actions, the decisions that they make. They they really need to walk the talk. Um, so don't just, you know, post it on a wall or, you know, put it on a website. Actually live those values every single day in all the decisions that you make and explain what it really means in good practice. Of course, you know, values are very personal. Um, you know, so it's important to to encourage employee input into shaping of those values so they really feel involved and foster that buy-in. Um, and then, you know... Over time, assess them, see if they're still working for you, you know, what improvements need to be made, you know, what does that come through in terms of how you share your stories, how does your internal comms showcase examples of those values in action, so it really builds awareness throughout the firm. And very importantly, integrate them into your hiring and your training, because Mm. what you want to do is you want to hire people who have the same (laughs) values as you, um, because you know that, you know, you've built a business based on those values, you've got clients based on those values. And you want future staff to also be able to, you know, uh, live those values. Um, And I think when employees demonstrate those values, call it out, reward them, recognise them, you know, that that positive reinforcement really works. Um, And also hold people accountable. So, you know, adhering to those values and performance evaluations, it's it's really important. So discuss it in reviews. Yeah, it goes both ways. You know, what values have they lived? What do you, you know, you know, what, what have they done? And don't, don't, for me, don't have values and then expect your team to act in the opposite way. Um, that, that's completely counterintuitive. So I think it's really important to get people to really feel what those values mean to them personally and to the firm and try and get them to, to live and breathe them. You know, in a, in a previous role many, many years ago, it was being rolled out to the whole business and we lived and breathed those values in every single communication we wrote, every conversation we had. And it became so part of our DNA that we lived those values. So to me, that really is important. My big takeaway from uh, what you've said there is that your business's values are not like a static object. They're a living thing that Absolutely. goes with you. So, yeah. you know, um, you should change them if they don't fit. And, Absolutely. you know, uh, you said living and breathing and it's totally that. It's um, why there's so much more than uh, just a nice sticker that you have on your wall. Yeah, They're active. Completely. They're a, uh, like a active participant in the way that you run your business. Uh, adding it into your uh, onboarding is such a good idea. It's like so core to start people off in the direction that you want them to walk in. Totally amazing. Absolutely. So, as I just said, we just had a little chat about how... Um, your core values are actually uh, mutable, they're changeable, um, they're living. Um, if you were going to refine your core values, because I think there's a tendency for a lot of people when they're asked, you know, 
and not just about your values about anything um like yesterday i was writing something about buyer personas right there's this tendency for those kinds of thought exercises for business that tend to be really broad when people first approach them and it takes work to narrow it down how would you convey any of those changes to your staff and how would you get them to buy in to uh, the, the process of changing um, their values and then obviously the final product. I, I think you, you've, you've absolutely got to explain the rationale to understand why you're making these changes. So has there been a business imperative that has fundamentally shifted the way that your values are perceived and lived through the business? You know, so whether it's a compliance change or anything like that. So what is the rationale? And don't just change it for the sake of changing it. Make sure that there's a really meaningful reason behind those changes. And really... I think for me, involve your employees early on because that really creates that sense of ownership as to what is important for them and why there was a need for the change. Definitely announce the changes from the leadership because it adds so much weight to the the, the importance of those values. Um, and then, you know, as I said before, you've got to model those values in words and in actions, not just in words, particularly from the leadership side. Um, and reiterate and drive the adoption internally through internal comms processes so that people really understand the reason for it, give examples if you need to, tell stories as to why those values have changed so that you can really get their buy-in. And train employees, you know, get them to recognise and and see what those new values are um, and address any of the questions and and assess the buy-in and Again, refine if necessary. It kind of becomes an ongoing process. It's not. I don't think it's something that you're going to change every year. You know, fundamentally, we are who we are, and our values are. You know, what what makes us what we are. You're not going to make a drastic change. You're going to. It's more small refinements yeah. than massive big changes. You know, you're not going to go from saying, you know. Um, for example, um, you know, it's all about working hard and then going, oh, by the way, work hard, you know, work-life balance is really important. The work-life balance is going to be part of your values anyway. Yeah. So I think it's 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 making those subtle refined changes and, and really get the buy-in mm-hmm. and explain the reasons why you're making those changes. I think it would be incredibly unusual for you to, as an individual or as a team, to just suddenly drop one of your core values. Like, Absolutely. Um, yeah. Especially because... It, I mean, you know, hopefully at, the, at that point <laughs> you have been doing all of this stuff like uh, training and communicating and um, and exactly. having that yeah. buy-in and then suddenly to be like, oh, we've, we're not flexible anymore. We're going, we're going exactly. rigid is a little bit. <laughs> you know, the only, the only place, the only way where that would have changed drastically is something like, you know, a national, you know, an international, you know, phenomenon like the pandemic. Right, yeah, where, of course. You know, flexibility was absolutely not part of what we mm-hmm. did. And, you know, this is, we all in the office and suddenly flexibility had to become part of the business model. Yeah. So the values of the business then changed to flexibility, et cetera. So <laughs> those, those shifts hopefully only come on <laughs> once in a lifetime. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say. Not <laughs> but it's, you know, massive shifts like that, probably slightly different, you know, or if there was a massive shakeup or, you know, economic meltdown and, and mm-hmm. you know, there was a change to, you know, our value of our business is to earn money all the time. And actually, no, it shouldn't just be about earning money. It's actually about being, you know, be, being corporate citizens, being responsible to our, our, our clients, etc. So I would follow 
uh, that up with, you know, we're, we're talking about the pandemic as a, an example of a, an external force that shifts, <laughs> excluding any drastic world changing events. Um, <laughs> uh, do you have any, any sort of like uh, emerging trends that you've noticed or uh, like um, new technologies or anything that are actually helping um, businesses convey these values to their staff i mean like the pandemic obviously it sort of i mean zoom right like zoom exploded out of nowhere um is there anything like that that you can think of oh absolutely i mean we're, we're in the ai age aren't oh, we yeah. this is, you know this That's is just a, the start mm-hmm. of this is just the start of of what ai is going to offer in terms of you know, what, what we can do. In fact, I was listening to um, Sunak yesterday talking about, you know, the, the future of AI with the UK. And to me, what it does, that is probably first and foremost, you know, part of AI, even, you know, just one small facet of it as part of your, your hiring, you know, having tools where you can use it in your recruitment to remove biases and, and kind of really improve the hiring process is really important, just to make sure that your candidates actually align with the firm's values throughout that hiring process and it can all be done through AI. You know, there's other technologies like, you know, virtual reality and augmented reality um, that obviously are so forward thinking, you know, that firms can really explore the use of VR and AR to immerse employees in, in kind of virtual experiences that align with the company's core values and kind of use those technologies for onboarding, for training, for team building, etc. So I think we're, we're at the age now where all of the old kind of, you know, tools and stuff that we had previously, you know, I, you know, I remember stuff that we used to use in, in previous firms that I've worked in. And now we've got, you know, gamification platforms where you can make communication, you know, kind of part of your core values and more engaging and interactive for staff. Um, and employees can really participate in the games and challenges and kind of really can reinforce the company's values. So I think we're at a really exciting time of technology to, to enhance the way that we we align with our values and, and push our values out to our teams. I was going to say that I think we're we're no longer at that period of time where you have to sort of hire a hotel in the middle of nowhere and you know have a three day. I do. I do think. I do think that stuff is is it's still, still relevant. Important. It's still definitely. Relevant, but but it, it kind of it's 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 not it's along with all the other. Yeah, stuff. it's not the only option yeah. anymore. Oh, and absolutely. you know those yeah. kinds of things. I mean, I guess we're talking. Um, uh, it's hard to scale those kinds of things, right? Like if you're a small business, yes, exactly. doing that kind of stuff is yeah. really difficult. Um, it gets, e- I say, it gets easier. The more people you have, the more hotel rooms you have to book. <laughs> but, oh, exactly, but, absolutely. Um, it just gives absolutely. you more options, doesn't it, to sort yeah. of engage yeah. with people both um, yeah. uh, in your office, remotely, or internationally if you have um, uh, international um, stakeholders. Um, Definitely. So I think what I would want from you to wrap this up is just like one or one really good thing, one key thing that you think that uh, the person listening to this right now can do when they put their, take their headphones off (laughs) to sort of improve um, how their values are held within their business. I think I'm going to go back to what, what one of my clients has spoken about recently, which is around authenticity. So for me, if you really want your teams to buy into your values, you have to lead by example. You have to be authentic. You have to be genuine. 
If you expect one thing from your team and you do something else, you'll lose credibility and integrity and your team just won't buy into your values or the firm's values. So for me, being absolutely authentic and being genuine with what those values are and make sure that they do resonate with the rest of your team as well. You know, I think the pandemic definitely shifted things in the respect that, yes, values were important before, but actually they're probably more important now than they were before the pandemic because actually we've realised how, how, you know, invaluable we all are and, and life is fragile. So for me, be authentic, be genuine and make sure that, you know, from a leader's perspective in your firm, that you lead by example um, with your values. So I would say if you're listening to this and maybe you uh, don't know or you don't care about what your, the values of your business are, maybe go look them up um, and then sort of think about how you can... Just like even little things, um, like if your value document lists kindness, maybe open the door for someone today. <laughs> Just Absolutely. little stuff yeah. to show that you you, you care. <laughs> okay, Belinda, thank you so much for joining me and for uh, letting us pick your brains over this. A very interesting topic and I would love to hear what people think. Um, so if you've got any comments or if you have any questions, you can email me at podcast at consortiumbiz.co.uk and maybe we'll read your comments on the show that would be fun <laughs> um uh, and if you have any questions maybe we'll forward them to belinda if they're really good <laughs> um if you are a expert in this field and you would like to come and talk to us or talk to me anyway about uh, your uh, field of expertise then um please email me as well same address podcast at consortiumbiz.co.uk and um we'll see about getting you on the show um and if you enjoyed this conversation and you would like to learn uh, more about the sort of stuff that we do or just get more of our really good tips and tricks then you can um subscribe to our newsletter on our website it's consortiumbiz.co.uk thanks for listening everybody and we'll see you in the next one goodbye thanks Jane. cheers